With about 60,000 tracks uploaded daily on Spotify alone, it's easy for anyone to get lost in the mix. So let's try to reverse the odds of being found. My guests are from the creative and business side of the music scene. We talk about what inspires them, their process, and the practical steps they've been taking to get noticed. I'm Saina, your host. Welcome to the show. On this episode, I talk with producer and artist Jackson Homer. This conversation was recorded before I hopped on his track, Orbiting, that will be released on his upcoming album, 99. The release date is on the 25th of March, so if you are listening to this after, go listen to the full album. Jackson talks to me about his biggest inspirations, commutes from London and back up north to get in sessions and DJ till early hours, and who worked on his debut album. Hey Jackson, welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? Yeah, not too bad actually. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's been sunny. I mean, actually, no, it hasn't. It was raining, but it's been quite nice for February. Oh no, summer's coming soon. That's, yes. the, uh, that's yes. the main thing. <laughs> cool, let's get to the question. So how's how's music been for you? Yeah, busy. Very busy at the moment. Working on my album nearly finished you know in the final stages now uh the, the, mo- the most tedious stages of, of finishing the project yeah it's been busy it's been very busy yeah so that's the main thing the album that we're going to be talking about yeah. um and this talk will probably be a little while back from when it will be released yes um so it'd be quite cool to talk about it now and then you know, people will hear the outcome at the end. Yeah, it'll be interesting to yeah. listen back to this when the album comes out. Yeah, because things might have changed by then, you know. <laughs> yeah, I hope too much doesn't change. No, now, no, but... <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's yeah. like, I mean, I've heard it. And so it is pretty much 90% there. It's just a few little yeah. bits, isn't it? Just waiting on so... a few vocals to be sent to me. And I just need to finish a couple of mi- half Half of the album has actually been sent to mastering at this point. Okay. So, um, yeah, majority of it is finished. It's just some okay, final touches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. So before we get onto your album, let's talk a bit about um, how you got into music. Yeah. Um, you know, if you studied or play any instruments. Yeah, so I got into music mainly through my dad because my dad is a DJ. So I used to just see him DJ like all the time, uh, just like in his room and stuff like that. And I just used to like just watch him and think, oh, what was he doing? I thought it was really interesting. So I was like surrounded by it and I always used to have a little go and stuff, probably from about the age of seven. Oh, really? <laughs> um, there's like photos of me and stuff, like just having a go, obviously not very good, but understanding how like the fundamentals of how it works. And then I probably properly started DJing in like year seven, year eight. Oh, wow. And that's when I got like my first... <laughs> properly. Uh, yeah, because I don't live with my dad. I live with my mom. So only it was only every other weekend I could go to my dad and my dad would show me things. And then in the two weeks, I'd like get my own equipment and then practice myself. And then I think, I don't know what happened uh, with my dad, but he decided, he got no, he got a MacBook and he got GarageBand and my dad wanted to have a quick go at producing music just for a bit of fun. I don't, I don't think it was anything serious. But I used to just play with the Apple Loops and stuff. Uh, but again, I only used to see him every two uh, every two weekends a month, so mm-hmm. I didn't get that much time to practice. And then in year nine, 
there was this teacher who taught music tech at my school. He was called Mr. Kelly. And he ran a music tech club. Uh, my school had really good facilities uh, at that stage. And he used to just yeah do run a music tech club at Tuesdays and Thursday lunchtimes. And I used to just be obsessed there. Yeah. And that was learning like software, wasn't it? Yeah. So he taught uh, Logic. And because I, I learned, I knew a bit about uh, GarageBand, I sort of managed to get that. Um, but unfortunately, he uh, passed away. Um, oh. Yeah, quite young as well. And he was such a massive inspiration for so many yeah. people from my school. So I kind of thought I have to mention him as well. He is such a major part in why I make music as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I took a little bit of time out after that for music. And then I downloaded FL Studio. Yeah, and started making beats again. And then finally stayed with Ableton. So you jumped from three different... <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> what, yeah, yeah. What made you switch? I can't remember what made me switch to Ableton. I think it was the free trial. Uh, <laughs> but okay. I, I think yeah. my dad might have had Ableton as well at the time. Yeah. Like a dodgy download of it or something. And <laughs> yeah. I finally thought, right, I need to buy it and get into it. And then after that, my production just, it was like every month it just got better and better. And I was just constantly working with artists, producing with artists. Um, and I, yeah, it just... It went from there, really. Uh, and then alongside that, my DJing was getting a lot better and better. Uh, and I was like doing school. I don't know if you had them at your school. We had school socials. Oh, no. Uh, where What's like that? when you're in sort of year 11, uh, no, year 12, uh, yeah. they'd hire out a venue, like the school would hire out a venue. Oh, really? Uh, and then they'd get DJs from the school usually. And then Really? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're over wow. 18, you're allowed to drink. And if if you're 17 you weren't allowed to but yeah that was pretty cool so me and my friend used to DJ there and that sort of got my name out there a bit more as well okay yeah where did you go to school then you were you're based so, in Birmingham aren't you yeah so I, I was born in Birmingham and then yeah. from a young and my dad still lives there and a lot of my family are still there but uh me and my mom moved here uh just before I started school um and I, I now live in a place called Leamington Leamington Spa um Probably not many people will know where that is. Is that <laughs> far just, from Birmingham? Uh, probably about twenty minutes. It's it's near oh, okay. Coventry as well. Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it's not. It's just a typical sort of suburban town. Yeah, where yeah. everyone knows everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I went to school there, and I grew up there, and I had, all my friends are from around here as well. So that's really cool that you got to do that. The DJing and the socials. I mean. My school definitely did not have that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's quite I, a new I, thing, you know? I don't think they do that anymore, though, to be oh, fair. Oh, really? Because, yeah, there was a bit of trouble and stuff at a couple oh, yeah, of events. Yeah. So I think they thought, <laughs> maybe this isn't a good idea. Yeah, yeah. You said you went to study music at uni, didn't you? Yeah, so I, after school, I went to college for two years and I actually studied um, 3D design because that oh, okay. was initially what I was going to do. But in then two years was when my production was just getting weirdly just getting better and better and I released a lot of music in them two years as well which is not really out anymore but at the time I obviously thought it was good enough to release yeah I had to come to a decision what if I was going to go and do something in design at uni or if I was going to go and do music and I think I literally just not even flipped a coin but I literally was just like right I'm going to do music so I had to send off like a portfolio to my uni um and then they, yeah, they they accepted me. And I, yeah, I moved to London. How was that? Interesting. I love London and I, I really want to move back. Yeah. Um, I'm there at most weekends recording people and, you know, 
my my girlfriend lives in London. Okay. Uh, and still one of my closest friends lives lives in London as well. So I always have people there. Um, Your heart's in London. <laughs> yeah, I just miss it so much. <laughs> yeah. But also there is that, um, you know, that sense of probably in second year uni, that sense of loneliness and things like that. that yeah. You, that people don't think about before you move there. Because it can be quite, if you don't put yourself out there, it can be quite an isolated place. But um, I think you, you learn to deal with it. And, uh, you know, as long as you're looking after yourself, um, you know, you can make the most of it in London because there's so many opportunities out there for you. Yeah, for if sure. you want to go and find it. So, who would you say are some influencers? Uh, we could be here for hours. I have so many inf- yeah. influencers. <laughs> Main ones. Um, are, well, this is coming out the time my album's coming out, so you can probably guess. Kate Yeah, Tenada, yeah. Um, yeah. He's such a massive influence to me. Awesome. Uh, Disclosure. Uh, Daft Punk, just to name a few. I mean, in the sense, in the sense of like producers who are artists as well. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. Such a major influence to me. Even Calvin Harris when I was younger as well. It's the, it's like how a producer is because of these guys. Producers are now seen as artists as well, and you can do yeah. that. You can make albums as a producer, you know, because that's still like quite a rare thing. It is. You don't really hear that many producers who are artists. Yeah, and also make albums as well. Yeah. Yeah, because even the producers that are artists, especially in house music, um, they just make EPs and stuff like that. They don't really, yeah. And then going back even further, Michael Jackson, Quincy Jones. Yeah, you can definitely hear it. Like you like your funk. I grew up on that. I have to give a shout out to my cousin. Um, my cousin, he's he's uh, from America, and I remember at a very young age um, when he used to come to England. He probably come every couple of years, and uh, he'd have on his iPod all these old soul and funk records, uh, which he'd he'd picked up from, I presume his dad's side. My cousin's mixed race. So he he's a mixture of half African-American. So his dad and his grandparents used to show him all this music and he used to bring it to me. And I was, <laughs> I was so impressionable at that age. And he used to show it to me. And then when I went to America, when I was 18, I went on my own to go and see my family. We had like a tour around America. And we, he, we I used to go in his car and he just played these like, disco and funk songs that I've never heard and probably yeah. nobody nobody's heard in about 20 years but for some reason he knows it and he is genuinely like one of my biggest inspirations in music because if he if he likes it I know it. if I have a good song and I know it's a good song if I send it to him and he says it's good and he loves it I know it's just more than a good song that's how much his opinion means more to me than anyone. yeah 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 so I have to give a shout out to my cousin because <laughs> he honestly like yeah that's cool yeah because you you obviously trust his his opinion on what's good on yeah. the tracks and yeah, because he he's just you. like a con- connoisseur of music <laughs> yeah. as well. And he, what's so amazing is he's actually picked up DJing as well. Okay, and um, I'm just glad that uh, hopefully somewhere along the line I've sort of worked um, together. Yeah, inspired, yeah, and also hopefully I've inspired him as That's well. Sweet. You know, it, it means a lot. But he's he's doing his thing with his friend, and they're, yeah, they're two really nice guys. And uh, honestly, my cousin, I can't even explain to you how much like he's helped me along this journey. So yeah. Just thought I'd come in here to let you know that my latest single, Alive, is out now on all streaming platforms. Make sure to go check out the full version after, or maybe now if you're in need of a quick break. Right, let's move on to the album. So, the name of the album is 99. Yes. The year you were born. <laughs> yes. And also, yeah. we were talking about my cousin. He named it. I messaged him. So oh, I really? A, I need a name. <laughs> he went, oh, what year were you born? I was like, 1999. He said, call it 99. 
but he said put like an apostrophe apostrophe in front of it yeah and it will look cooler so we went, we went with that so yeah <laughs> nice is there a reason behind it or is it kind of just like this is me kind of thing I think there's a couple of reasons behind it the most simple reason is that I have loads of different singers and rappers on the project that are not all going to speak about the same thing yeah um so you you can't you have to whip up a concept out of something um so it's coherent so if you're if you're producing an album but you're the producer's the artist i think sonically the album has to be similar to make it coherent because obviously one person wants to sing about love the other person wants to sing about other things or whatever so i think yeah i just thought oh what's something that means a lot to me and that's sort of i was born in 1999 the music i grew up in the early 2000s that i was listening to like in my mom's car and stuff when she was dropping me off to school and stuff like that on the radio or whatever you know uh i'm just a massive fan of that music sonically this music doesn't sound really much sound like that but i just think that it's me, where that's the influence such a good era from. of music yeah. and i just yeah. yeah okay and then so for each of the tracks you have different artists yeah um so how did you find those people or were they people that you knew already um yeah, it's a mixture, to be honest. Some artists I just DM'd. I was a fan of their work, and I just DM'd them on Instagram. Some of them I knew through friends of friends. Uh, for example, Denzino, who's on one of the songs. He's good friends of Ayrton, who works with my uh, close friend, uh, Muladi, as I know him, Ben. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but they've worked on tracks together, and uh, he's worked with Denzino as well. And we produced a song together on this album, and I said, oh, let's, let's shout Denzino, because he's got some really, really good bars. He, he came through on this project so so much. I'm so happy with that song. For example, the probably the first person I got in this project was Lucia. And she also got me in contact with uh, Sam, uh, who raps some of the songs as well. So it's like, also, you speak to one person, yeah, and before you know yeah. it, you now know another 20 people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's how it sort of went. It just shows you have to like, you just have to message people. You do have to just get out there. Yeah, and, I can't. Know. If I could get my Instagram DMs up right now and show you how many people I message <laughs> every day and the amount of rejection and the amount of people that it's just It's going to happen, reply. isn't it? But yeah, it's the process. Yeah. It's so heartbreaking, but you, you get used to it. Um, yeah. And usually it's not personal. They just, you know, they could be busy. Yeah, exactly. Just... Not everyone, not ev- everyone's trying to do their own thing as well. Yeah. And, find their own especially the types of people I'm working with are all like up and coming um but they know what they want as well yeah so yeah, yeah it's also like you don't want to um interfere with what they're trying to do as well because like that that means a lot to me and I want to know what's you know I, I know what my sound is now yeah yeah and also they know what their sound is so sometimes it's just not going to work which is that, that's okay there's nothing wrong with that doesn't mean that anyone's yeah. worse it just means it's yeah it's not but also the people that are on the project they have put they know like they put so much effort into it as well and like you know they're the right fit for it because they've taken a lot of time out there you know out their busy schedules to you know even some of the songwriters on this project as well, like they've taken time out of their busy schedules. Yeah. Um, uh, and, you know, one particular songwriter, uh, yeah, she's literally like spent so much time helping me with this project. How many tracks does she write? Uh, at this point in time, it's one. Um, just because when I managed to get in contact with her, like, I only had one song left really. And it was, it felt, the timing was perfect as well. Um but yeah, she wrote such a good song, which uh, I, I don't know who you know singing that, but uh, I know, I, I think I know someone who's singing that anyway. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I feel like we can mention that, can't we? So yeah, technically we can. Well, we'll see. Um, we'll see if that changes, but yeah. Yeah, when so, it comes out, it'll be interesting to see. Your like, host Saina will be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, on the project. Some, yeah, on the project. So this is what so. I'm talking about when things fall into place as well. We were looking for a singer for like a month, and it just so happens we got in contact about this podcast, and I just found out you're a singer, and I heard your voice, and <laughs> I sent it to Yaz, and I was like, oh my god, I've just found the perfect singer we've been looking for. Yeah, and I said, to, I did say to you. When people usually say, oh, I've got this song for you or I've got this beat and I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I, naturally, my my kind of guard of disappointment is is up. <laughs> I, I'm used to it. So I get to it and I'm I'm like, oh, OK, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised, <laughs> surprised, surprised. Yeah, it was it was like exactly the kind of thing that I would listen to and save on my own Spotify. So I was like. Mm, I like this. That's that's the biggest compliment to me. And yeah, Rob. no. And Ben, it, it, ben helped produce this song as well. Actually, um, we made this together. But yeah, that's the biggest compliment to all of us that you you really liked it, and we're just yeah. Well, no, hopefully really by the time excited. this is out, it will be finished and yes, it'll be on the project. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And did you do any um, of the sessions with the artists in person, or was it mostly? It's a through- mixture. Yeah, because some of the artists as well are like like I talk about Denzino. He's like a mix engineer as well, um, so he was an absolute legend. He sent me the vocals mixed already, and I just needed oh, to put okay. it in the project. And I just had to do a few tweaks just to make it sound sort of coherent with my sort of mix sound. And then a lot of the artists, are, are, honestly, for like two months, I was just because I work as a DJ uh, on Fridays and Saturdays. I would get up on Saturday morning go record with someone at a pirate studios or another okay. studios come back rush back another hour-long train rush back and oh, then wow. go to work and then stay out till like three or whatever wow working yeah <laughs> so, so yeah. you come to london to dj no i come to london to record artists right. and then i have to go back oh home after i finish recording so I'll, like a session will finish at four or five o'clock i'll have yeah. to get a train back and oh, then wow. get ready and go straight back out and DJ. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And then you'll be out till three. Yeah. That I don't have to be because the bar I DJ at usually closes at one. Oh, okay. But I go... Um, End up staying out. <laughs> yeah, but but the the guy who runs the bar owns loads of different venues around my town. Okay, yeah. Uh, and I DJ a couple of them venues as well. But I, we're all, all the DJs are really close. So I DJ at these different venues and we all swap around. So I, I just That's go and cool. keep uh, keep them company. And if he needs if he needs a toilet break or anything, I can just uh, keep make sure <laughs> yeah. nobody's touching anything. And yeah, stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's quite good because if you've got a circle of DJs, it means that everyone can kind of share each other's music as well. If yeah, anyone's so um, yeah, one of the DJs as well is called Lucas Maverick. He um, is such a good producer as well. Makes some if you're into your house music, he check, definitely check his stuff out. He's got some really good tunes. Um, but the guy who DJs at the other club is called Toby. He's a uh, slightly older. Uh, he doesn't make music, but he is a. Uh, He's like a work dad to me, <laughs> but he's, yeah, he's, he's a really good guy. So you do have a couple singles on your Spotify already. Yeah. You mentioned a reason for that. I thought it was quite interesting. Do you want to talk about that? Well, yeah. So I've made music under loads of different names and I finally come to a point where I think it's time to use my real name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for my own personal stuff. So I had to set up a Spotify account. And because I wanted to at least pitch one of the songs to Spotify playlists, mm, I think it is, mm-hmm. um, you have to have a profile. So I basically just released these two songs, me and my friend made. Uh, just, they're all right, they're nothing special, but it's just to um, 
Just to have something yeah, on Yeah, to make the profile so then I can verify it. And uh, I do recommend this to anyone as well. Yeah, because the first one you can't pitch to Spotify. Yeah, because you have so. to have the... Because when you upload... And also you have to upload a month before. So... Okay, yeah, exactly, yeah. And it'll come up on your email and you have to go in and submit them and stuff. But you can't do that unless you have a profile. Um, hopefully that's something they change in the future, that you can just create a profile and just upload music onto that. Yeah, I wonder... It's probably the reason... Because, you know, if so many people release and maybe if you've just released one song mm. and then you give up, they're kind of get, you know, getting rid of that kind of group of people yeah, true, kind of true. thing. Because otherwise yeah. there's so many submissions. Yeah, I can't even remember the stat, but every Friday, isn't it? Like, oh, I can't even remember. It was well, like thousands. The intro of, thousands. of my podcast, it's 60,000 a 60, day. 60,000, that's it. But that that probably could, that could be different now, you know? <laughs> That was last year, so I wonder yeah, what it there's is. There's probably this more year. with lockdown and yeah, stuff as well. I know. People having a midlife crisis. Exactly. To start making music. <laughs> yeah, it's mental. So you have remixes on your SoundCloud. Yeah. Um, I really like the Amory One Thing remix. That was thank you. Very cool. Um, is that what you kind of started before you got properly into producing your own material? Yeah, I think I came at music from a different point of view because I don't play any instruments. Um. I well, DJing isn't an instrument, but it actually is now. <laughs> I found out a couple of weeks ago that you can now DJ in your music GCSE. It's now actually really? a thing you can do. Yeah, wow, which is quite annoying because I would have done that because I never did music GCSE. I would, I would have done wow, that. Wow, that's that's. I know. I don't I know. People, <laughs> it's very modern, isn't it? Yeah, I think people appreciate actually how much effort goes into DJing. It's. Because it's it may to some people it may, may seem quite easy, but it's um, it's also like the the mentality of it as well. It's learning learning how to read crowds and what songs yeah. play at what time, and it's not just following a playlist and like, think what kind of music these like. And then if it goes down well, then you've got it right. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, you have yeah. to try different things. It's it's it can be quite stressful, yeah, especially if you DJ at different venues. Yeah, because you do get a different crowd in different venues, don't you? Yeah, but yeah, back to your question. Anyway, I yeah, so I just started making remixes because that's the closest thing to DJing, I suppose. And yeah, uh, I just love, I just love making remixes. To be honest, it's like my my favorite thing. That's cool. Uh, and do you DJ those remixes? Sometimes, maybe one or two of them. Yeah, the 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 Michael Jackson one and the Amory one. Uh, yeah, I, I do play them out, um, and I do actually sometimes I do get quite a good. Uh, yeah, quite a good reaction. But yeah, I'm very funny about what I play of my own music. It has to be really, really good for me to yeah, play Yeah, but I guess that's always the way, isn't it? You're just yeah. so critical and then, especially if you're playing worse. it out. Yeah, then... when you play your new song, like I've played a few of these songs uh, when I'm in the mixing process and I'll play it and then the song before is a professional song and the song after is a professional song. You're like, oh, I've got to work so hard to finish this now. <laughs> I know, but I guess if it was like, especially if it's in a a venue where it's mm. loud enough I think no yeah. one really cares yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm, the... I'm there like just yeah. straight I'm just oh. yeah I get no, so honestly. annoyed <laughs> I guess but then you just know what you need to do don't you yeah well it's it's the whole thing about a lot of people test their music in, in the car as well yeah Same no thing. you do have to you do have to I think the more that you play your own music out and show people mm. the kind of like the things that you need to do click better like quicker than yeah. if you're just in your safe place listen to it so like when you yeah. show someone you're like oh hang on a minute i need to change that and also you just become i think it's just good to i don't know share it's good to share and get opinions 
Yeah, it's, it is nice because a couple of times, this is not me gloating or anything, but a couple of times I've played a couple of songs and uh, people have come up to me saying, oh, what, what, what's this, what's this? And you, you have that moment where you're like, oh, it's mine. <laughs> yeah, um, that's, that's nice, happened to me a couple yeah. of times and that's been, you know, that, that'll make your evening. You'll, you know, yeah, go sure. to sleep happy that night. Exactly. Someone actually recognised that song. Yeah, that's what I do music for. It's moments like that where people yeah, yeah. enjoy what you've made. Um, Soon, like, you, you know, you'll be DJing and showing your own material mostly like or maybe only and that's, that's the dream quite, yeah that is the dream yeah and that's but I, I don't mind being a resident for now but I think uh, that's not something I want to do forever I think I'd, it would be nice to have some like shows under my name for sure and, and actually to see me. <laughs> going on to shows are you looking to do an album launch for this album <laughs> it's definitely a consideration um, I think it would be so good. Yeah, it, it really would. But it is very, it's, it would be very, very complicated to um, put together. I think I, I, it's definitely in, definitely in the works. I'm, mm. I'm thinking about it. Because obviously doing there's a, a lot of people um, involved. But yeah, I'm doing an album party um, where all the writers and singers and a couple of my friends will be there celebrating, having a few drinks, hopefully as well. But in terms of doing an actual launch like event, I, I'm going to think about it because. The only problem is there's a lot of people and getting them all on the same day and stuff like that, I think it's going to be quite hard. It will but, be quite hard, but I reckon it'll be very rewarding. And also, yeah. it could be a case where you don't, you know, say someone can't make it, you just end up DJing at the end and you only do the songs that people are there yeah, to, true, true, true. to perform. And perform? I don't think anyone's going to be like, what the hell, where's that song? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you just DJ at the end or something. So, so what I'm hearing is you're, you're down to sing at one of my events. I am. Yes, okay. I am. Okay. <laughs> For sure. Cool. I think we've rounded up everything. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Thank you so much for talking to me. And no, of course. Thanks for having me. No worries. And everyone can make sure they go check out the album when it's out or if it's out now, go check Hope, it out. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully it's out now if there yeah, isn't any uh, complications. Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Be my echo, echo, thunder and light The place I go What you're listening to right now is our track, Orbiting, which is finally ready to go. Take a listen to the full track on all streaming platforms when it's out, or right now. Don't know where you're from, Pluto or Paradise 